Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to, and what we're looking forward to this coming weekend. It is it's week 14, week 13, the last week of the season happened. Some people made the championship bracket, others did not. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about all the fantasy football action uh, and recap what happened. So, um, I beat John, uh, ninety-one to seventy-two. That uh, weirdly, I did not expect this at all, but clinched a buy for me in the consolation bracket for week fourteen. Uh, my pickup of Kirk Cousins did really well, twenty-seven points for me, and I got twenty from Aaron Jones, and that headlined a roster that otherwise was just okay. Um, but John had a pretty pedestrian game, fortunately, from Patrick Mahomes, or at least fortunately for me, and good games from Jarvis Landry and Adam Thielen. Nothing too crazy, but of note. John, for some reason, made a mistake. I don't know. He didn't play a defense. And so the defense that was on his roster uh, got eight points. He should have at least had 80. So I was luckier than I needed to be there. Uh, Matt played Beach. He beat Beach 86 to 68. Um, you know, I got to say, I, I, I slagged it a couple times because Corey Davis previously had been super inconsistent, but he is a great pickup. He's been such a good pickup for Matt at this uh, half of the season. Uh, Matt picked him up twice now, I think. And uh, he keeps rolling the dice, comes up Corey. Um, Russ was pretty bad uh, objectively against uh, the New York Giants, but. Uh, Matt's roster depth was good enough to get uh, to a decent place. 86, not bad. Uh, Beach had a pretty horrible game from his quarterback, Justin Herbert, uh, against New England. That was a game in which the Chargers were shut out 0-45 to and didn't have enough transcendent stuff from the rest of his roster to overcome that huge deficit. So bad luck, Beach. Um, we'll, we'll see you in the, uh, the beer bracket. Uh, Scott beat one out over Tom. 134 to 110. This is the second time in three weeks that uh, we had the highest score play the second highest score. And Scott uh, clinched a berth in the championship bracket with this big win. Uh, Let's talk about it. So uh, he had a big win with Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, at, at this point, we shouldn't even need to say it's news that Aaron Rodgers is playing like an MVP. The big news on Scott's roster was Darren Waller with a huge 32 points at from the tight end position biggest game one of the biggest games for a tight end ever um and he also has uh, justin jefferson dalvin cook or uh is that right and jonathan taylor so uh pretty darn good um you know it's good to peak at the right time right scott uh, 134 closing out your season in a really really good place um and tom also had a great game i mean getting to 110 in a week like this uh is not easy Josh Allen had 38. He had great uh, play from uh, Adrian Peterson, Mike Gusecki, Harrison Butker, his kicker, did all really nicely. 110 is no slouch, and he is going to be dangerous, whoever plays against him next week. Uh, Colin went out over Glenn, 109 to 91, clinched a bye. Good job, Colin. Uh, the headliners for Colin were a big showing from David Montgomery and also Nick Chubb. Welcome back, Nick Chubb. Um, being great, finally, for the Browns. He's back. He's he's running, doing it. Um also, the Seattle D. We thought that might be a big pickup, and getting 11 uh, in that puke fest against the Giants uh, was a good defensive pickup, too. Um, Glenn uh, countered with just a huge 35 points from Baker Mayfield. Welcome to winning, Baker Mayfield. Well, I guess that team's doing really well, but Baker hasn't been great. And he had a 15-point game from Cam Akers, recently pick up, uh, recent pickup on the LA Rams. So good job there. Nothing else super transcendent. I mean, he wrote a couple uh, good players to get to 91. 
obviously lower score than Colin got the loss, but he's still in the top playoff. So, you know, kind of a meaningless game there. Uh, Pete won out over Derek 96 to 93, and this was meaningful. It eliminated Derek from the top bracket. So that was uh, interesting there. It was the closest game of the week as well. Only three points separated them. Pete's pickup of Taysom Hill continues to impress. That was a good pickup. Turns out we, we were doubting. We were shaking our heads. Pete did not. Uh, and he also got 19 points from recent pickup Cole Beasley. So, uh, yeah, I mean, good stuff. Derek also had a really solid game, though, um, from his roster. So he had uh, James Robinson, of course, on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Travis Kelsey doing well. It's kind of the story of Derek's season there. Um, the rest of them hung in there uh, and made it a really close game. But this loss does take him to the other bracket where, you know, he's going to be super competitive there. Uh, Craig won out over Drew, uh, 89 to 83, clinched the buy as well. Pretty uh, close game there. 33 points from Ryan Tannehill, 16 from Chris Carson. Really helped Craig out there. Close win. Uh, Drew was lifted up to 83 by Devontae Adams with 24 points. And the rest were fine. You know, not transcendent, uh, but fine. And I think, you know, both had really solid rosters and Craig won out. So he got his buy and good job to Craig. So to recap, the highest score of the week was Scott, 134, and the lowest was Beej uh, with 68. Now, Scott also was the victim of the week 11 uh, turnout where he had the second highest score in the league, but still lost because he played the first highest. So that's a little bit of a revenge of the uh, karma gods uh, on behalf of Scott and Good job there. Um, yeah, I mean, this was the scenario. Drew sent along his now traditional end-of-season email or sort of week 12 email uh, along with the different clinching scenarios. And what Scott needed was a win and Drew to lose and to outscore Drew by 62 points. Now, Drew had already clinched, so it wasn't, you know, he wasn't going to kick Drew out of the championship bracket, but he needed the points to make it over Tom and Derek. Um now, here's the thing. Um, he won, Drew lost, but he didn't outscore Drew by 62 points. He did, however, win, and Derek lost, and he outscored Derek by 54 points on the season. So, um, you know, there were there were a lot of moving pieces there. Everybody's trying to get to that, to that next win, and, uh, you know, Scott wound up being the lucky winner. Um, he got that sixth win with the point differential that he needed, um, you know, and, and really clinched it. So good job there. Uh, speaking personally, I got eighth in the league. So that's the lowest I've ever placed in the league. Um, but still, I'm kind of shocked I got eighth um, because I scored the 10th most points. And in a just world, maybe I would have gotten 10th. But this is the world we're in. Uh, Craig and Colin were definitely the most consistently good week after week after week. And they're first and second in the season with first and second in the top two points scored. You know, uh, not much to complain about there. We're not going to say bad result whatsoever. Maybe we're going to be suspicious of auto-drafting with Craig, but Colin, fair and square, man. He's he's doing it. Um, John also, of note, uh, was the reverse curse. So John historically uh, had the fewest points against. Um, people just didn't do that well against John historically. This year, exactly the opposite. John had by far, or not by far, but decisively, uh, the biggest points against of anybody in the league. So everybody got their revenge against John. And uh, Matt, congratulations. Uh, Matt and myself had the fewest points against. So uh, what I call the luckiest little boy in the class award uh, is going to go to Matt uh, for the regular season for the championship bracket and me for the consolation bracket. So um, 
it's nice to feel like a lucky little boy sometimes. Uh, but we're heading into the playoffs. We'll talk about what's to come in week 14. But first, let's talk about the moves that people made in between. So after week 13, we had another busy week on the waiver wire. Uh, Beach had some big pickups. He added Melvin Gordon for $10, dropped Leonard Fournette. That's over Pete's free bid. Uh, Drew added Gronk. Drew had a couple big ads. Added Gronk for $10 and dropped Hayden Hurst. So big upgrade at tight end, I think, for Drew. Um, that was over my free bid. And he also added the San Francisco D, who has a great matchup schedule, and they're getting stronger as their injured players are coming back, and dropped the Chicago D, who's still a great defense, just a harder schedule. And that was over Glenn's $5 bid and Scott and my free bids. Glenn, for his part, added Ty Johnson, uh, the wide receiver in Buffalo, for $3 and dropped Jalen Richard. Uh, Scott added Tennessee. They faced Jacksonville, dropped Kansas City. Uh, added Dallas um, and dropped Minnesota. Wait, I forgot. To, I forgot to type a name there. We're gonna do this live. Who added Dallas? I don't know. Who did? Oh, it was Glenn. Good job, Glenn. Glenn added Dallas uh, and dropped Minnesota. Uh, Pete added J.D. McKissick, which actually I think that is in line, I think, for maybe a pickup of the week because uh, Antonio Gibson has a hu- bid, bad case of turf toe, and J.D. McKissick is also there and is sort of the next man up on the Washington team. Pete also added Peyton Barber. I added Logan Thomas at tight end. Uh, Derek added Naeem Hines and dropped Gio Bernard. Uh, Gio, not that good recently. Uh, Matt added Noah Fant of the Denver Broncos, dropping Evan Ingram of the New York Giants. Uh, Beach added T.Y. Hilton, chasing those points from last uh, week, and dropped Curtis Samuel. Uh, I added Tim Patrick, dropping Josh Reynolds, just a wide out, wide out three swap, I guess. Um, Glenn added Jeff Wilson, though, uh, San Francisco running back, and dropped Jacoby Myers. And Matt, lastly, added Johnny Smith for $2 and Dropped Noah Fant. So he's swapping around his tight ends all over the place. Um, What this leaves is, you know, a playoff picture with some really, really solid teams. Um, So in the upper bracket, uh, Colin and Craig have buys. And we have Matt versus Drew and Glenn versus Scott. And each one of those matchups looks real juicy. Um, It looks close. I mean, five five points or fewer separate them on Yahoo projections, which you all know how I feel about Yahoo projections, but at least as a barometer, you know, at least everybody has potential. And, you know, I know Matt thinks that Drew may have the better team here, but uh, Matt's roster is stacked. He's got Russell Wilson against uh, the Jets. Michael Thomas against Philadelphia, Robbie Anderson with DJ Moore injured, Alvin Kamara, um, you know, James Conner against Buffalo, not great, but still, it's 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 looking real strong. Uh, Drew, for his part, has Tom Brady versus a not that great Minnesota secondary, Devontae Adams, okay, you know, uh, DK Metcalf against the Jets again, uh, Kareem Hunt's been awesome. Raheem Mostert, uh, Gronk against Minnesota. I mean, this could go either way. Um, And for the other one, Scott versus Glenn, it also looks uh, super duper close. Um, You know, I I feel like I talk up these rosters every week when when people are getting their wins and losses. But, I mean, Darren Waller last week for Scott was amazing, but Dalvin Cook could just go off at any point. Um, Aaron Rodgers could go off against Detroit. For Glenn's part, Lamar Jackson is looking more in form, which is fantastic. Um, you know, Cam Akers just got him 19 points on Thursday. It, it, you know, these are close games, and this, uh, 
I, I hate to say it, but they're the top half of the league. And uh, even though I'm not in it, it's it's fun to watch really good rosters go up against each other, just like watching good teams go up against each other when you're watching sports. Uh, in the lower bracket, well, we're, we're having fun, you know. Uh, we're learning and growing. So Tom and I have buys. We've got Beach versus John and Pete versus Derek. Um, right now, via Yahoo projections, the Beach versus John also looks really close. Um, we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. But, you know, Beach also played the LA Rams defense that handled New England uh, and scored 25 big points over an 11 projection. So he's projected high, whereas John, uh, you know, had, had a New England running back, Damian Harris, who didn't do that well. Um, so he's down a little bit per Yahoo. But again, it's just Yahoo. No, nobody, nobody cares what those projections say. Uh, similarly with Pete, currently Pete is, uh, you know, not favored over Derek which may be true um, looking at these rosters, but definitely there's a lot to really like on each side. So really, I think the question for Pete is, is Taysom Hill going to deliver again? You know, is Cole Beasley going to deliver again? Is JD McKissick really going to step up into that role? With Derek, you know, Deshaun Watson has been awesome all season. I think one of the best quarterback pickups based on draft position um, that's ever been in the league, maybe besides Lamar Jackson, that one year he exploded. Uh, Tyler Lockett has been inconsistent, but is playing the Jets. You know, Mike Evans uh, is still the one in Tampa and is playing against Minnesota. So a lot of opportunity there. Uh, Travis Kelsey against Miami. You know, we're going to we're gonna see some points on each side of this. I wouldn't be surprised if each one of them vastly outscores their projections, or at least definitively outscores the projections. In the meantime, Tom and I are waiting in the wings. We'll play whoever wins. Um, you know, we've got four matchups a week instead of six, but each one counts for so much. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to see. I hope, I hope, I hope that people make videos when they get eliminated. I certainly will be doing so. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, I mean, we're talking about side bets. Might as well get to the side bet sidebar. Um, oh, you know what? I totally skipped this. Uh, you know what, Matt? I will give it to you begrudgingly, um, in terms of transactions last week, but I'm going to add a lot of runners up here. So we talked about the transactions, the, the players that got everybody to these places, Pete adding Cole Beasley, amazing pickup. Uh, I added Kirk Cousins. That's a good pickup there. Matt with Corey Davis for a dollar. That was, okay, legit, very good. But also, don't forget, Glenn had Cam Akers and dropped uh, Brian Hill. And Beej added Gabriel Davis, who I didn't know who he was. But he dropped uh, double-digit points for Beej. And and that was a great win. So, or, or a great win on the player. Beach didn't win this week, so sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm going to give it to Matt. Fine. I, I will give it to Matt for the transaction of last week. Transaction of this week, I think I think it might be Pete with JD McKissick for free. Um, but, you know, Drew for Gronk is also one to watch. Um, and yeah, I don't know. But yes, I will give Pete JD McKissick transaction of this week. My, my looking ahead transaction here. Hope it works out for you, man. I, I really, really do. Uh, okay, so we are getting into side bet sidebar. I'm all over the place today. Who knows? Uh, but uh, we got to talk about Drew's video. It was so good. So Drew uh, always gives good punishment video, even when he's just mixing a crazy Thanksgiving cocktail in a pint glass. Uh, it included Old Bay. It included cranberry sauce, you know, uh, and each one had a reason. Each one had a thought behind it. Drew's a very thoughtful guy and uh, and considered everything before putting it into a glass. Well, considered at least the idea of it. 
the cranberries don't want to come down was my favorite line there. Um, but uh, well done to Drew. Also excellent chugging, getting the whole thing down in one go, I guess. And uh, the chugging sound that he made was very, it was really well mic'd, I guess. Um, not I guess. It was well mic'd. It was, it was gross. It sounded gross. And good job there. So um, side bet uh, offered to Pete by Derek. We'll see if Pete... Um, you know, takes it. And then Matt also, I don't know how real this will be, but a beer bracket bake-off, which I love the alliteration. Pete is in the beer bracket, known baker. I'm in the beer bracket, known baker. Let's do this. Um, So Pete, if you're down, I will offer you peanut butter, brownies. uh, So brownies with peanut butter layer and uh, with a marshmallow buttercream on top. I made this from a HGTV celebrity recipe, Joanna Gaines of, uh, is it Hometown uh, on on HGTV? Saw this recipe, peanut butter, chocolate, marshmallow, let's do it. So they're in the freezer right now. Um, tell me, tell me what you got. Come on, come at me, bro. Uh, <laughs> GIF of the week. Uh, we had some good GIF action, a lot of banter, a lot of bants, a lot of chats in Love Island speak. Um, you know, I'm going to give it to Derek with the Tin Man tooting his own horn, going off against Matt, who was definitely tooting his own horn about the Corey Davis thing. A bell for a bell is what I say. So good job, Derek. Uh, and lastly, you know, we're going into playoffs, going to go into the hashtag emotions corner. I mentioned this was the lowest I'd ever scored in this league. Um, you know, we still have these playoffs, and I still would love to, to win the, the consolation bracket. I don't know if it'll happen. It's it's really hard. It's kind of a coin flip. It's it's you know luck in some ways. You can try to maximize your strategy or whatever, but it's it's luck. Um, so maybe it'll happen, and it'd be cool if it did. But I'm already looking forward to next year, and whether that's an auction draft or just lessons learned. Um, you know, I, I love this league. I've had a lot of fun this year. It's been a weird year, of course, but uh, you know, uh, a lot to do, learn from, and uh, push onwards, and that's. I'm going to have fun while this season's lasting and uh, hopefully get a video or two out for you all. So uh, hope you do the same. Hope you uh, have a good weekend. Good luck to everybody. This this time I can say good luck to everybody. I have a bye. Um, so uh, enjoy the football. Enjoy fantasy football. Enjoy some time off this weekend, hopefully, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for